Hey, I'm going to ask you a question. How's your sock drawer looking? Is it scary? Maybe it's time for a spring cleaning and refresh. Bombas just dropped a bunch of absurdly soft new socks, tees, and underwear to help you get that drawer in a better place while doing a little bit of good. Look, when I open up my uh, sock drawer and I see a clean pair of Bombas sitting on top, not only do my feet sort of jump for joy, but like... I can't wait to get them on my feet because I know they're going to be cozy. I know they're going to be the best socks in the house. And I know that they're going to keep me going all day long. They've got some great details that have been obsessed over, including the honeycomb arch support, which I love. Anti-blister tabs, which I also love. What that is, it's a little bit of a heel that goes up a little, just a, just a smidge higher. Like in a, whatever the perfect amount higher is, that's how high it goes. Bombas has figured this out. Uh, and they've got cushioned footbeds that feel like little pillows on your feet. Not to mention the buttery soft tees and underwear with no itchy tags. Oh, I hate an itchy tag. And Bombas is like, don't worry about it. We do too. And look, the best thing about Bombas is that when you purchase an item, Bombas donates an item. That's right. Every time you buy their socks tees, or underwear, you're also donating essential clothing to someone facing homelessness. To date, Bombas has donated over 100 million clothing items and counting. I mean, Bombas can make returns easy as well. I don't know why you'd return anything, because what? (laughs) But they do have a 100% happiness guarantee, so if the dryer or your dog eats a sock, or if you're unhappy with your purchase for virtually any reason, they'll do whatever they can to replace it and make it right. Bombas has a spring collection out right now. That means new colors and new fun. (laughs) That's right. They have garden party socks that bring the party to your feet. They got stripes. They got florals. They've got vintage colored rib socks. You know, those like... You know, uh, stripes on the top of it. It's like, oh, hey, look at me. I'm a vintage uh, soccer player or track person. They've got those, too. And they even have a new pointel sock with a frilly cuff. You know, for all you frill seekers out there, folks, all I'm saying is you heard me talk about Bombas for years now. I don't know why you haven't done anything about it. Get comfy this spring and give back with Bombas. Head over to bombas.com slash adventure and use the code adventure for 20% off your first purchase. That's B-O-M-B-A-S dot com slash adventure. Use the code adventure at checkout. Trust me, your feel thank you. Everybody, welcome to Matt and Dory's Excellent Adventure. I'm Matt. I'm Dory. Oh boy, we are coming to you not long after the previous episode has dropped. This is true. But thanks to you guys and your uh, emails and voicemails, we are still able to make a show so that I can go to London without having to have Dory do it by herself. Yeah. That would have been, been a disaster. Lisa Miller would have been upset. Oh boy. We don't have to... Keep talking about that. Uh, guys, please leave your Apple Podcast reviews. And, of course, there is the Facebook group. It's facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash Excellent Adventure. And our website is excellentadventure.com. If you'd like to become a sponsor of us and this podcast, keep it going. Uh, you can you can donate uh, and become a patron. It's not really a donation because you're getting some bonus episodes. It's supporting that's what they call it. Uh, our Twitter, of course, is at uh, Excellent Pod. A lot of, of course, is happening so far in the podcast. 
Uh, our email, DoryMatt at Gmail or Matt and Dory at Gmail. Our phone number, 41346. One baby. We did it, everybody. Okay, thanks so much for joining us. We'll see you next week. Wait, what? Oh, sorry. Uh, I put together this whole show. You do it every week, honey. And I don't know how much the audience realizes that, but a lot of this would not happen without Dory, Regina Shafrir. Wait, what? Uh... <laughs> this now is... Now I have that middle name? Yeah, sure, you don't have a middle name. I was just trying to give you one. This, of course, uh, is uh, what everyone wants to know. Dory, how is the morning sickness? Well, it's a little better. Mm -hmm. I think that the medication has actually accumulated in my system. (laughs) Uh, The massive amounts of... uh, Diclegis. Diclegis peptamimumumum. Yeah, I mean, it... Uh, and I, maybe it was psychosomatic, but it seemed to start working right away. But, I, you know, I did still puke when I was on it. But um, I I'd emailed Dr. Kelly Beck and asked her and she said it does take a while to build up in your system. Oh, that's interesting. And so Monday, Tuesday was today was exactly a week since I started it. Yeah. And I do feel a little better. Like I don't feel as nauseous and I haven't thrown up. I still don't really have an appetite for anything besides like bland, bland carbs, B- BC, BCs, which is starting to like make me feel kind of gross. And I'm really tired. That's the only other thing is because I'm on such a high dose of this stuff. I'm so tired because it makes you drowsy. Yeah. That's why they tell you to like, you're supposed to start just by taking two at night because yeah. it makes you drowsy. But then they're like, if that doesn't, you know, if, if you don't see progress, start taking one in the morning. If you don't see progress, start taking one in the afternoon. So I'm basically now taking it all day and at night. So I'm you, real tired. <laughs> do you think that you will start to uh, scale it back a little bit? Yeah, but I don't think yet. Mm. Well. I think I have to get past the first trimester to start thinking about scaling it back. That's interesting. Yeah. Not even like just doing the two at night, seeing how you feel the next day. Now that you've had the accumulate. I don't know. I definitely, I, I don't know. I definitely have been feeling like I wake up and I'm like, oh, I need to take one. Oh, interesting. Like, what or, if you become addicted to this non-nausea? Oh God, I hope not. I mean, even with it, like I'm having to, you know, go into my, my cracker stash. Usually, usually I, I've been waking up at like midnight after falling asleep that's true and being like oh god like i have a pit in my stomach like i if i don't eat something quick i'm gonna get nauseous um yeah and then i just hear crunch 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 (laughs) crunch 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 (laughs) i'm like what's happening oh she's in her cracker purse (laughs) so you know i i don't think i don't think i'm ready to start weaning myself off of it quite yet um and I think that that's uh, okay, you know? I don't know what this medicine does, how it uh, affects the body. I don't have to go through this uh, nightmare. It makes you tired. It's crazy. Like, I I just don't have the energy that I had. Like, this morning, I dropped your... I, like, did a little work at home. Then I dropped your suit off at the dry cleaners. Then I went to do uh, my other podcast, we were recording for like an hour and a half mm-hmm. and I got home and I was like, Oh, I am beat. Like yeah. I was so tired. Yeah. You know, <laughs> like, did you nap? I did nap today for like an hour and a half. 
That's impressive. She, um, she just, she just like the energy gets sucked out of her body and she just sleeps. It's crazy. I don't feel like myself. Well, you know, you're glowing. You're, uh, you're just a bundle of joy. <laughs> Thanks, honey. This weekend will be interesting. Yeah. What with be, you gone you're and You're going to be all alone. I know. You will have been all alone by the time yeah. people hear this. <laughs> totally. I'll be back the next day. Yep. Um, yeah. So, I mean, look, it's the Myra household is a place full of crackers, Triscuits, Cheerios, uh, and the like. Mm-hmm. There's some bread in the house now, which I don't think we've had bread in the house for a long time. Nope. We used to wake up every morning and have avocado toast. We back did. Back when we were young and vibrant. Yep. And full of life. hmm That life left us. It did. Three years of IVF. Thousands upon thousands of dollars later. We just don't have an appetite for avocado toast. We just don't toast. have an appetite for that kind of uh, luxury. <laughs> um, millennial snack thing that's ruining uh, this generation. Whatever you want to call I have gotten back into um, peanut butter, banana, and honey sandwiches, though. Sure. Toasted? No. No. You want a soft bread? I want a soft bread, and the I'm I'm worried that the smell of toasting is going to make me feel sick. Interesting. There's so many new and exciting smells for you to discover, honey. It's so annoying. (laughs) It's been uh, an exhausting few days over here on the on the. On the mat side of things. Yeah. A lot of long days. Yep. Had a 13-hour day on set yesterday. Uh, and then missed the Dave Matthews concert. Uh, so if you're asking, I don't know how it was. Um, but, uh, you know. It was also the Jew- Jewish other, New Year. Yeah, a lot of other things I, 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 I could be doing. I was happy to be working, I'll say. Mm-hmm. Um, and... Uh, yeah, it's just uh, an interesting time. We have the appointment coming up this week with DKB. Mm-hmm. That will be um, going to knock on wood again. We're going to be knocking on wood for this podcast for the next 18 years. <laughs> um, and that that will be our, if we graduate, we graduate. When do you get her the gift? Hmm. This is my question. Do we bring it? No. Okay. This is a send situation. I think we send it. Yeah. Yeah. Like some sort of messenger service. Mm-hmm. Like we postmate her a snack. No. Oh. I think it has to be classier than that. Yeah. Uh, we've been uh, getting a lot of food delivered to the house um, because if I'm not around to make a run to a Ralph's. Or Sprouts. Did you? You did, right? You, you, I did. You Instacarted Sprouts. Which is very close to our house. We live so close but to Sprouts. But the day that I did that, I was really not feeling well. And the thought of even just getting up and walking to Sprouts, which is like a five-minute walk, and then being in a grocery store was too disgusting. Yeah, to you me. never know what you're going to smell in a grocery right, store. Exactly. So many foods. So many foods. Nearly every food is available. But then a couple of days ago, I was like, you know what? I feel okay. I'm going to walk over to Sprouts. And how'd, I, how'd you do in there? I did fine. I got, oh, the, I got the bread um, for my you know, peanut butter sandwiches. Mm-hmm. Got some honey. That's, yeah. So, and bananas you have. Yeah. Bananas you had gotten me. Right. 
look it's an it's i a, have noticed that when i uh, when i send you a shopping list you get a lot of whatever that item is no i don't yeah you do i get le- i get not not what i would normally get that's for sure <laughs> really yeah <laughs> Like, I've been like, there's wow, Cheerios, there's Matt family gets so size, so much stuff, <laughs> and then there's giant size, and I go, well, I'll just get the family oh, size. Oh, but isn't there normal size? Yeah, but who wants a normal size? That's uh, that'll last you like. A, it, I'm really just trying to prevent myself from having to go to the store again. Mm, I see. It's really selfish. Okay. It's not like a thing of generosity where I'm like, I must provide all of these delicious things for Dory. <laughs> well, it's just that some of the things, like I thought I wanted string cheese and then I had a couple of string cheeses yes, and I was like, oh, this but is gross. Guess who loves the string cheese? Matt Meyer. Beauregard Bosch. <laughs> yeah, he does love the string cheese. Well, I put some string cheese in a Kong the other day while Andy and I are recording the podcast. Oh, that was smart. And he was like into it. Yeah. Of course he was into it. He's he loves Beau, cheese. King of the cheese. Yep. Um, Bo's been okay. Have you noticed any difference in Bo? Does both sense some competition brewing? No. Okay, it's gonna become take take it by surprise. A uh, friend of ours uh, just had a child. Um, I guess last week, two weeks ago, when you guys hear this, and they already they they had they have a daughter, and uh, from what I hear, it's like how how is she adjusting to having a, a sister? And uh, he said. Uh, well, she asked me if uh, we could go to Hawaii with mommy and leave the baby and the dog at home. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds about right. <laughs> so I thought that was pretty funny. Um, yeah. And let's see, what else is happening? It's just been busy, busy, busy. Podcasts are nonstop. At least it feels like it right now. Yeah. And James Bonding is not even back for season three yet mm-hmm. which happens in november everybody mm-hmm. uh and then i'll be doing a james bonding again i can't really promote it because hope i saw you this evening yeah uh guess you didn't do that meetup tbd oh okay who knows um we i might kumail's in the town shooting something in london and uh i think i might uh if he gets out early enough on Friday, I'll hang out with Kamal at, oh, at fun. night. Yeah. Um, but uh, on on the other side of things, there might there might be a chance for you guys if you're in the San Francisco area to see Dory and I do an episode of the show in front of some dorks. <laughs> Uh, some cool dorks yeah. from Wired magazine. Yeah, so it's like uh, you know, Wired's having a big. Uh, it's their twenty fifth anniversary. They're having a big festival up there. I've I've uh, done some uh, stuff for Wired before, and they were kind of into the idea of this podcast having like a sciencey angle. So there's a chance it's not final yet, but uh, I would say circle Saturday the thirteenth of October. As the magic eight ball says. All signs point to yes. Yeah. Um, and if you're in the area, we know there's a lot of you eggheads up there. Yeah. Um, and you, do, you have to buy a ticket. You have oh. to buy. I asked today. I was like, so how does the admission work to this thing? You have to buy a ticket to the Wired Fest. But there's plenty of things to see and do. Dory may even be signing some books up there. Um, and our show, I think, is in a venue that only holds 75 people. So I'd like to hopefully fill it with 
people who want to see it. And we know there's been some meetups up there. Yeah, we know we have a strong egg head community we look, up there. You know, I can see the numbers. I know, I know what I know what's happening up in San Francisco. You're our third most popular city after New York and Los Angeles. Damn, SF. So they for, are punching above their weight. Yeah. So for a, a, a municipality that is not uh, the third largest in the country, exactly to be the third biggest audience That's what I'm for saying. this, they're punching above their weight. What is the third largest city, city in the country? If you had to guess. Is it Houston? Oh, that's a good guess. I like that guess. I know that Houston has uh, very loose zoning laws. So you can put like a strip club next to a pancake house. In a flood zone. In a flood zone, yes. Uh, So if anyone out there knows the answer to the largest city uh, in the U.S., third largest, let me know in four seconds because I'm looking at the answer right now. Chicago. Chicago. Look at this. Here it is, everybody, in case you're wondering. The largest cities in the United States, New York, Los Angeles, Chicago, Houston. Okay, so I was pretty close. Very close. <laughs> Surprising. Philadelphia and Phoenix. You know, I I wonder how up to date that is because I remember when I lived in Philly, it was always going it was going for it was always going from like five to six. Weirdly. And it was always like This is from March of twenty eighteen. Oh, okay. Then it must have, you know, it's doing well. Good yeah, old Philly. San Antonio, San Diego, Dallas. And number 10, surprising, San Jose, California. I mean, surprising, not surprising. I wonder if when they do the podcast um, audience, is San Francisco or San Francisco and San Jose in the same like metropolitan area or are they different metropolitan areas? I think I can, you can target it uh, more specifically. But fascinating. San Francisco, number 13. You're not, you're not far off. You're at 864. You just got to pass uh, 1,026,000. So get to that baby making. I know there's no space in San Francisco as it is, uh, but uh, you can do it. Boston, number 23. So that's... But thinks they're number one. Well, knows they're number one, honey. <laughs> knows they're number one. And of course, my second favorite city, Las Vegas, Nevada, coming in at number 28. All right. That was a fun little detour of facts. That was. So, San Francisco people, if you're interested, let us know. Oh, listen, I should also say, you know, I hope all of you who are in the path of Hurricane Florence are doing okay. Yes. uh, And I hope you've evacuated and I hope that the storm somehow dissipates. Yeah. Doesn't. We're recording this on Tuesday before the the storm has has hit, made landfall. So yeah, we don't know, but um, we are thinking of you. We are thinking of you. Um, so that's all the all the upfronts. Yep. And uh, shall we jump into our first? We shall. Email. This is from Kate, and as we know from our Patreon supporters, a lot of Kates. A lot of Kates. A lot of Aaron's. A lot of Megan's. Uh, okay. Hi, Dory Matt. I have two reasons for writing in today. First off, I was recently diagnosed with hypothyroidism. No symptoms, but the doctor caught it in a routine blood test. Uh, as soon as I got the news, I hopped on a Google, found that among many other side effects is infertility. Here's a bit of background. A three-year-old son who was conceived naturally, uh, and the hus- uh, her husband and, her, uh, and, and she are struggling with 
secondary infertility. So they're trying to have that second child. And here's, here's the question. If any of your listeners dealt with hypothyroidism while trying to get pregnant, oh, that's a big guaranteed yes. Uh, I'm just getting a nod from Dory because, you know. Are they on meds? Good question. This sounds like a hyperthyroidism signal. Well, <laughs> I'm on Synthroid for hypothyroidism. What? Pregnancy-induced hypothyroidism. Kate, I bet you didn't know that Dory is right there with you. Well, and so my point is that when I started on the Synthroid, I heard from a lot of people who had both started on it like me when they got pregnant and their thyroid level got elevated, um, and also from people who had been taking it prior to getting pregnant. So it's very common, I guess is what I'm saying. And, mm-hmm. and I think also very manageable. Yeah. So, and she, she's not current, currently not taking anything and, and the doctor wanted to see if it would clear up in six weeks or so. Mm. Apparently this happens. Second question is some unsolicited advice for Dory. Okay. Ready. During a bout of gastroenteritis, my pediatrician suggested Pedialyte for her son. More electrolytes and Gatorade, much less sugar, many forms. She recommended little packets of powder, which is, I believe, honey, kind of what you're doing. Uh, I've taken Pedialyte after sushi-induced barfing. Oh. Her husband <laughs> swears by it for hangovers. Uh, so there you go. Yeah, so I've been, I think I mentioned this last week, I've been, I've been drinking the Liquid IV, which was a Forever 35 sponsor, um, which is essentially... Uh, Pedialyte, just different flavor. Sure. In like acai flavor. <laughs> um, and that's basically what I've been drinking because a lot of people have been telling me not to drink straight water. Um, that yeah. that is something that actually makes you vomit. Don't drink that straight water. You got to get some of that electric water. And I mean, look, I I think it's a combination of the meds kicking in, but also I haven't I haven't drank straight water since I last threw up. Wow. Didn't know that. Yeah. Um, one, of my, one of the many great lines that comes out of the Goldberg's writer's room, I don't even remember whose line it was. I'm going to guess. I'm going to guess it was a David Gracia line. But Barry drinks Gatorade very quickly and then says, electric lights engage. <laughs> Aww. really funny tickled me okay guys uh kate thank you for the email dory thank you for receiving the advice you're very welcome okay hey i'm ryan reynolds recently i asked mint mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation they said yes and then when i asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts they said what the f*** are you talking about you insane hollywood ass so to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, I'm going to ask you a question. How's your sock drawer looking? Is it scary? Maybe it's time for a spring cleaning and refresh. Bombas just dropped a bunch of absurdly soft new socks. Tees and underwear to help you get that drawer in a better place while doing a little bit of good. Look, when I open up my uh, sock drawer and I see a clean pair of Bombas sitting on top, not only do my feet 
sort of jump for joy. But like, I can't wait to get them on my feet because I know they're going to be cozy. I know they're going to be the best socks in the house. And I know that they're going to keep me going all day long. They've got some great details that have been obsessed over, including the honeycomb arch support, which I love. Anti-blister tabs, which I also love. What that is, it's a little bit of the heel that goes up a little, just a just a smidge higher. Like in a, whatever the perfect amount higher is, that's how high it goes. Bombas has figured this out. Uh, and they've got cushioned footbeds that feel like little pillows on your feet. Not to mention the buttery soft tees and underwear with no itchy tags. Oh, I hate an itchy tag. And Bombas is like, don't worry about it. We do too. And look, the best thing about Bombas is that when you purchase an item, Bombas donates an item. That's right. Every time you buy their socks, tees, or underwear, you're also donating essential clothing to someone facing homelessness. To date, Bombas has donated over 100 million clothing items and counting. I mean, Bombas can make returns easy as well. I don't know why you'd return anything because what? (laughs) But they do have a 100% happiness guarantee. So if the dryer or your dog eats a sock or if you're unhappy with your purchase for virtually any reason, they'll do whatever they can to replace it and make it right. Bombas has a spring collection out right now. That means new colors and new fun. (laughs) That's right. They have garden party socks that bring the party to your feet. They got stripes. They got florals. They've got vintagey colored rib socks. You know, those like you know, uh, stripes on the top of it. It's like, oh, hey, look at me. I'm a vintage uh, soccer player or track person. They've got those too. And they even have a new pointel sock with a frilly cuff. You know, for all you frill seekers out there, folks, all I'm saying is you heard me talk about Bombas for years now. I don't know why you haven't done anything about it. Get comfy this spring and give back with Bombas. Head over to bombas.com slash adventure and use the code adventure for 20% off your first purchase. That's B-O-M-B-A-S dot com slash adventure. Use the code adventure at checkout. Trust me, your feel thank you. We did it, everybody. Yep. This is another one of those. Let's do these live reads live. Yeah. Matt doesn't have time. Nope. So here we go. Now. Dory. Yes, ma'am. We have an email from someone named Mary. And judging from the lack of LOLs and exclamation points, not my mother. Here we go. Oh, no. I might have been wrong. Congratulations. Three exclams. It's not your mom. <laughs> okay. Uh, I'm so glad to hear the spotting turned out to be normal and that we're still trudging through the woods. I'm somehow turning everything into a weird, not the tense people wrote it in. Hmm. Anyway. Matt, I'm very impressed with your abilities to turn the volume down on the Disney YouTube videos just at the right moments for your voiceovers while improvising. Clearly, you've had practice. I have had practice. I've watched a lot. (laughs) I'm not sure how much pregnancy content you want to do now versus IVF content, but uh, this is all pregnancy related. Okay. Here we go. Guys, I think we're a mixed bag at this point. So we're still here for all of us who are still IVFing and... Everyone who's in the middle of uh, everything. Yep. We're a podcast for all stages of trying and failing and trying and succeeding and trying and maybe failing and trying and waiting. Really, all the That should be our motto. <laughs> yeah, it should not be. <laughs> I don't think that would fit on a t-shirt. No. Uh, I love that you named the latest at Puke Party. That was Dory. She did that. Uh, because, Dory, I'm also at this miserable party. Mm. I'm at 11 weeks, and yes, having a full-time job right now seriously blows. I haven't told the company I'm pregnant because I just quit today. 
Wow. Oh shit. I didn't want my male startup exists execs to think it because it was to think it was because I was going to have a kid. That's interesting. I like it. You're like, I'm not gonna give pregnant ladies a bad name. Yeah. I'm out of here. Fuck you guys. Uh it's because they're fucked up things I didn't want to distract from my departing message. Oh, interesting. Oh. <laughs> uh, so my approach has been to spend a lot of time working in or near the women's bathroom and coming up with random illnesses and staying home. I haven't worked a full 40-hour week for the past six weeks, and I'm very privileged to be able to just get away with it. This is, again, I was... Disgu- did, did I talk about this? When did I talk to our very pregnant friend, Annie? You I were- think that was post-podcast. Well, we were discussing her this morning. Yeah. I was just saying, because she was, um, she's about to pop, like, literally the due date today. Um, And uh, I was saying to her how impressed I was that she fucking worked through this time of the pregnancy. The nausea is like, seeing Dory, hold me respect. And which is why I've pitched that, you should be given maternity leave, but there should also be a built-in three months of patern- mat- pr- maternity leave that can be used during the course of the pregnancy. Mm. This is my new thought. Anyway. You should tell Ivanka about that. Ivanka, listen, I know how into lady rights you are. <laughs> I haven't worked a full 40-hour week. Okay. Plain water makes her super nauseous also almost instantly we're like twins she could do sparkling water for a few weeks then it became intolerable bowl (laughs) uh if i have tea it has to be very steeped or very acidic she can do a strong ginger hibiscus otherwise only other liquid i can stomach is coconut water other people have said to get coconut water too because it has it has a lot of electrolytes Interesting, but somehow we need to hydrate more right now I think the worst part of the symptom is guessing and concealing of this symptom guessing and concealing is how much of science uh, of a science black hole we're in. Since clinical trials on pregnant women is a no-no. I couldn't believe this nausea thing was just okay and expected. Um, what? Science. Please safely figure this out. Someone pri- prioritize our suffering. That shouldn't be something 85% of women just have to cope with for three to four months. Yes. Anyway, I do have a question. Pregnancy apps or podcast do you have any recommendations nope okay she's found real mediocre ones at this point uh some real gender or sexual normative uh ones don't worry it's not likely it's a hermaphrodite is a is a quote she's saying from one of these crazy oh dear apps <laughs> crazily outdated apps i say uh sadly haven't been able to find any explicitly feminist pregnancy apps that seems odd i feel like that would be a very lucrative market you just left the startup have you thought about starting a startup mm-hmm. mary uh so she's asking if there's any good specific ones well i will i oh. will tell you my feelings on pregnancy apps yeah and this is it. i think a little leftover from my superstitions around you know infertility and knocking on wood and everything but i've heard so many horror stories of people using these pregnancy apps and then having miscarriages and they like keep getting like notifications and emails from the apps and like Oy. mailing like stuff gets mailed to them and it's like this nightmare. Yeah. And I was like, you know what? Fuck that. I don't want to give some out my information that then sells it to like fucking bye bye baby and I'm like on a mailing list till the end of time. Yeah. That is certainly 
a horror show you never expected. Right. Is, uh, it's like a it's like a it's one of these new horrors that never could have been exactly. Of it's in, like in, in previous I mean, th- like, generations. If or, you you have a you have a miscarriage, and then six months later, a box of free formula shows up on your doorstep because you signed up on some app. Oy. You know, it's Oof. like, ugh, I don't want that. So I've been avoiding the apps. Um, I've done some, I've done some Googling. Instagram seems to have figured out that I'm pregnant because I've been getting ads for like pregnancy leggings. Well, I mean, you're kind of, every morning you're searching for pregnancy leggings. Well, yeah. <laughs> um, now, honey. Yes. Why don't you play the don't drink water voicemail? Mm, good which idea. really just... Look, I'm going to cue it up right here, right now, because I missed the concert, but... Uh, Are we ready to play a voicemail? Hang on. Let me find out if we're ready to play uh, the voicemail. Oh, no. <laughs> Honey, here, I'll just play a nice light one, a nice light version of this song, because quite frankly, that's, that's the best thing we can do for people who have ears and... Are we even ready? I don't even know. Is it playing? I, I don't understand what's happening here. I don't think my computer is working anymore. Okay, I'm going to play the vo- the okay. actual voicemail. All right. Hey, Matt and Dory. This is Lauren um, calling from Milwaukee. Um, I just wanted to say that I, first of all, love your podcast. Second mm-hmm. of all, I'm 15 weeks pregnant after going through DEIVF. And I was listening to Dory talk about how, you know, water makes a lot of women sick and making sure she's drinking Gatorade or things with electrolytes. And I have found and other pregnant friends have found if you just do like water with a splash of lemonade, for some reason, your stomach tolerates it a lot better than plain water. Um, And like I said, I'm 15 weeks long. And even still, like I woke up this morning and drank a big glass of water because I was thirsty and then I spent 20 minutes, you know, puking it all up in my mm. kitchen sink. So definitely make sure you eat something in the morning, like a little nibble, and then don't drink plain water. Just just avoid it. Do a splash of juice, a splash of lemonade, or whatever, you know, Gatorade. But I don't know. I find the, the lemonade and water mix is a good a good stomach, stomach queasy uh, easer-upper. I don't know. That's not the right word. Stomach queasy, easier ever. I love it. But anyways, I'm so happy for you guys. Um, It's super exciting. I've been rooting for you, and I hope things continue to go really well. Okay, thanks. Bye. Hmm, I I hear some music. Oh, look, I missed it, and I hear it was a good. I hear it was a good concert. Uh, Dave and Tim. Guys, this is from the Lost Acoustics Volume 2, which I believe I got from your brother. What? Yeah. How? I believe he gave this to me a long time ago. What do you, why are you looking at me like a confused person? I'm I'm confused that my brother had something that you didn't. It's a weird collection of Lost Acoustics, and I don't know where the performances are from, but the sound quality is great, and... uh, I, 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 look, I'm just, I'm just delighted to have it on me. Oh, this was like a, like a bootleg. Yeah. Got now it. it makes sense to you. Yeah. Oh yeah. All right, that's oh, enough. Come on. Okay, no, no one needs this. I just want to hear him say, "Don't drink the water." It's not even. You didn't even cue it up right. It's because it's eleven and a half minutes long. 
All right. Moving on. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Up, up, up. You're fading. Oh, no. Dory's fading, which means we got to keep moving along. Honey, I believe you have another voicemail. Can you stop playing this? Yeah, I guess so. I mean, if you want to ruin the fun. Um, what's the other voicemail I put on there? When to tell people. VM. Oh, yeah. Hey, Matt and Dory. This is Katie from Atlanta. And I just had to pause the podcast this week because mm-hmm. I wanted to call in and talk a little bit about the whole telling people before 12 weeks thing. Um, so it took us two years to get pregnant. We ended up doing fertility treatments last, starting last January of, of 2017. We got pregnant on our first round of IUI, which was amazing, and me not having a filter um, and pretty much always telling everybody everything told my parents, my husband's parents, my brothers, his brothers, our friends, people I worked with, like probably like 20, 25 people. Um, Unfortunately, uh, I ended up losing the pregnancy at eight weeks due to a blighted ovum, and it was the hardest thing that I'd ever gone through, um, battling infertility for two years, then getting pregnant and having a miscarriage. It's very, very hard, and I was telling people that I was pregnant and then wasn't pregnant again. Ugh, um, it was hard. And I, at a point, I did regret it. But then being able to have so many people in my life who n- knew about it, I think having that support system definitely did make it a little bit easier. Because when I had to, like, leave work a couple days physically during the miscarriage but also like emotionally while I was having my miscarriage and people and a couple people at work knew and so it made it a little bit easier and my friends brought over wine and and ice cream and sat with me while I cried and it obviously wasn't easy but it definitely helped um we got pregnant again in July also through IUI and ended up not telling anybody we told our parents um but that was really it and then we didn't tell anybody again until after the nuchal ultrasound at around 12 weeks. Um, mostly, I, you know, I'm of a mind of if we should have done that or not. It ended up working out. We have a beautiful five-month-old baby girl. Um, but, you know, I think that everybody should be open with it as soon as they find out they're pregnant because whether it's good news, bad news, whether you're sick, whether you have complications, just having that support system really helps the same way that it did during infertility. So I highly recommend it if that's something you guys are comfortable with. Um, just wanted to kind of tell you guys my story. I am so incredibly happy for you guys. Being a parent is amazing. It's hard, but then they smile at you, and it makes everything worth it. So baby boy Shafira is going to just be the light of your guys' life. So, so many congratulations to you guys, and thank you for this podcast. Bye. Oh, thank you, Katie. Um, Katie, that is a that's this is why we do the podcast to hear other people's stories as well because we want to get every sort of angle out there but yeah i mean look it's it's that's the thing part of what we were saying about not being able to tell people uh our thought is it would be difficult that you'd have to go through that on your own or just the two of you you and and your partner or if you're doing it on your own just you it's just 
you know, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's an unimaginable stress that a lot of people, uh, unfortunately, didn't have to imagine. They had to just do it, move through it by yep. themselves. I mean, it's tricky, but uh, yeah, we'll be right back. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well. Hello Fresh is your guilt free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Honey. Yes. We're back in. We are. A day later. Day later. 26 hours later. Under the wire. I just got home from work. It is 9.18 p.m. You are fading fast. Yep. But you said, honey, we got to power through this. I did We got to get this podcast done. We got to do it. Matt has to go to London tomorrow. Yeah. And he has to go to therapy before he goes to London. Oh, boy, what a morning. <laughs> it was crazy. I went to work out in Century City at the gym. For those of you who don't know Los Angeles geography, this might mean nothing to you. But I then had to drive all the way to Burbank, and then once I was done with my uh, psychiatrist in Burbank, I had to drive to work in Culver City. It was a carful morning. Yeah. That's what I'll call it. A lot of driving around and and... Thank God there are podcasts like ours around to keep people company in those cars. Or podcasts like my friend Lex. Hope you've all downloaded and listened. It's available now. Me and Lex and, and Beverly shooting the breeze. Special appearance by Dory. Okay, honey. Uh, <clears throat> what should we do? Should we talk about... Oh, let's talk about our good friend Eleanor. As we all know, Eleanor is the is the senior dog that was adopted by a listener or they were thinking about adopting and we got uh the elderly dog signal went out it did and we got some responses here's one from michelle she says dory matt and Bo. in response to the senior dog signal sent on the last episode i have some advice husband and i adopted a senior x racing greyhound two years ago we wanted a less active dog wait this is very confusing to me what you want a less acting active dog and you got a greyhound? Yeah, a retired greyhound. I think a retired greyhound still needs to run. They're very tired. Okay. They've been racing. We both work and have a smallish yard. Susie was almost nine when we got her and was very chill. She just sleeps on the couch all day, has a short walk in the evening and an outing on the weekend. We have a webcam, which is activated by her movement. Most days, it only goes off when she gets up, turns around, and resettles herself on the couch. Last week, it went off because a bird flew in the house. Drama! Whoa! Susie took about a month to settle in. She had some separation anxiety at first, which is a big bow also. Had a very similar thing. Was scared of the car. When she realized we came home every day and the car trips didn't mean we were leaving her, she was totally fine and very happy. Oh, Susie. You know, Bo was always good with the car. He just, I feel like Bo always wished we were leaving him. <laughs> wished we were leaving him? Yeah, he's him? like, guys, drop me off. Get me out of here. <laughs> Bring me to the chateau. I need to see my dog friends. Well, not initially. Yeah, not initially. The first few weeks of the chateau, he was 
not happy. And they were very patient. They with were him. so patient. And, and and for that we uh, have rewarded uh, them handsomely. <laughs> yes, we have. <laughs> with our patronage. <laughs> yes. Uh we have subscribed to all of the Chateau's bonus pods on Patreon. <laughs> Just kidding. It doesn't have a Patreon. Uh so here's the advice. Give the dog time to adapt. Don't coddle them or overstimulate them. Take things slow. Your dog may be too stressed to eat in the first few days. Uh, we had to feed Susie chicken for a week because she kept trying to bury her food as a survival mechanism. Oh, Susie. Oh, boy. <laughs> Try to make the transition transition easier by finding out what Eleanor ate at her previous home. Senior dogs feel the temperature more hot and cold. Senior dogs need lots of comfortable bedding. Uh, I suggest Brooklyn in. For their older bodies, when Susie wants more blankets, she will steal them from anywhere and anyone. Bo's not a big blanket dog. He's a big, I'm going to get cozy dog with a variety of pillows and clothes. Older dogs often have a few medical things to keep an eye on. We had Susie's front teeth removed because she wasn't well taken care of as a racing dog. So establishing a good relationship with your local vet is important. We still need to establish a good relationship with a local vet. Uh, Adopting Susie was the best thing we've ever done. She has so much personality and is the perfect fit for our family. We like to say that we're her retirement home. I would highly recommend anyone wanting a dog to consider adopting a senior pet. They have so much love to give. All the best, Michelle. Oh, and there's, oh my God, so many pictures of Snoozy Susie. Isn't she cute? I love that she has <laughs> hats on in a couple of pictures. <laughs> mm, I feel like Susie and Bo could be friends. That's very cool. Uh, and then we got another email regarding uh, Eleanor uh, from Veronica. Uh, so they have senior dogs, two currently, Maggie Mae, who's 15, and Reggie, who's eight. Part German Shepherd and part Corgi. What an adorable dog. Interesting. Um, and Veronica goes on to say, makes for a funny looking dog. <laughs> uh, biggest advice is to cuddle and be patient. Senior pups like to lay around, which makes them great for low energy houses and slow walkers. Uh, <clears throat> there might be some senior uh, dog food supplements, which would be a good idea. She recommends Desiquin to help with the achy joints. Uh, to the woman who is on her parents' health insurance and isn't sure how to breach the subject of egg freezing, let's see where this goes, uh, know that you don't have to. Even though you're, you are on your parents' insurance, they are not legally privy for any info about your health. Oh, was she worried about telling the parents? Yeah. Oh, I, don't, I missed that part of it. Uh, if you want to tell them, definitely do so. I would recommend just bringing it up casually, explaining your reasoning. Uh, if you want to share, you should. I don't think you should feel like this is something you need to share if you don't want to. It's a private decision. Hopefully, this is helpful. And of course, congrats. I was glad to see on Instagram today, Dory, that you were able to eat something. <laughs> Thematic, indeed. Uh, sniff, sniff for Maggie Mae and Reggie. That's from Veronica. And uh, there's a dogs and babies voicemail, honey. Oh, yes. Let's hear Are you ready? I think so. Okay. Hi, Matt and Dory. This is Robin from down in the Florida Keys. Um, just some words of advice about bringing um, a lot of Myra's down there. of this week talking about dogs and babies and all that other kind of stuff. Um, we, When we brought our IVF twins home back almost, gosh, nine years ago, 
Um, we had a rescue dog who had all sorts of fun issues. Um, went and saw a specialist. They advised some tricks. One of the biggest ones was downloading this crazy soundtrack of crying children onto our computer um, and start playing it just because the dog was sensitive and just even getting used to, like, a baby crying can be a big deal. Um, and it was creepy as all get out whatever we left the house when that thing was on, but it did seem to help a little bit. And also, um, as soon as the kiddos were born, we grabbed some of the stuff from their um, bassinets, like blankets and tabs like that, and had them for the dogs. We had three at the time um, to just start smelling and getting used to the smell. So it's all just kind of that making it comfortable for everyone to get around. And then after that, you know, we were pretty careful, even now that we have you know, two eight-and-a-half-year-olds running around. Um, to keep an eye on them, especially when they're in the toddler phase. Dogs, you know, sometimes they're just like, what the hell is this thing? And they don't know how to react. So we were very much of the keep an eye on the babies, give the dogs a safe space to retreat to if they needed to, all that other kind of jazz, jazz rather, or jizz, too. Um, anyway, so huge congratulations. Like I said, I went through the IVF journey, gosh, nine years ago. It was even different back then. Um, I had two eight-and-a-half-year-olds running around now, boy and a girl. Um, more adventures as time goes on. You guys will do great. Just try to take it in, in one step at a time is all I'll say. Hmm. And uh, everyone will get through. You'll get through the steps, all the crazy steps. But huge congratulations. Thanks. Bye. Thank you. Yeah. Good info there. I like the ba- the baby blankets and whatnot. Mm-hmm. So that the bow can, can sniff. Yep. So. That's going to be a lot. <laughs> There's going to be so much happening. Oy, oy, oy. A lot of my therapy today was about uh, how well, it wasn't even therapy; it was my shrink. Uh, just about how overwhelmingly busy I feel, mm-hmm. and how weirdly I feel like I feel guilty that you're home all day with the nausea, and like I'm not able to be around. And then I was like, and I think she, Dory might feel a little guilty that I'm running around like a crazy person all day. So there you go. Did you have any thoughts? Um. I'll see you in two months. <laughs> All right. <laughs> she renewed your prescription. <laughs> yeah, she did. Okay. <clears throat> now, there's a renewal voicemail. Oh, yes. Yes, yes. Again, thank you, honey, for writing that down. Hi, this is Karen Sikrishi. Oh, yeah, I'm the thick, um, the thick Hershey bar lady. My name is also <laughs> pronounced Karen, but I couldn't spit in. I tell people to sit, think of car insurance. But I've been oh. called Karen, Corinne, Carmen my whole life, so whatever, it's fine. I've even heard Sikorsky, Sikorsky, all sorts of things. So call me whatever. Uh, but anyway, I loved listening to your podcast. Sorry you're feeling bad, Dory, but I've, I wanted to say right away, renew your lease. Do not buy a house. We, fortunately, oh. um, Interesting. my husband was in the military, we were in an apartment for the first four years that we had our son, and thank goodness, because we didn't have to worry about if anything went wrong, the landlord took care of it. We didn't get a house until he was almost five. So my advice is to just continue renting. You don't want to deal with the hassle of having a house and then dealing with a baby and all that goes along with that. So anyway, I'm very excited for you guys. I love both of you. Matt, I love, I've loved you since Nerdist. You have my sense of humor. Hmm. Uh, I think you You're and Dory make a great pair. I love Dory. I love how you guys are both 
I don't know, work together and very open and support each other. And, of course, you get irritated. That's a normal relationship. So, uh, anyway, I'm rambling. I'm known to ramble. But mm -hmm. uh, don't buy a house. Renew your lease. <laughs> stay where you are. If you're happy where you are, stay there for a few years. Um, anyway, take care. Bye-bye. Okay. I bet first you weren't I've, expecting that. First time I've ever done this. What? I'm asking for a, a call back. And I'm following from Corinne Thick Hershey. Yeah, and I'm I'm gonna say to her, well, what do you think about going to another rental? Oh, if we're not super happy in the house that we're in right now, in the sense that there's too much tuna, too much stuff, honey, too much stuff. We can get rid of stuff. Yeah, I know, but then it's like. <laughs> What? We have this lovely joy bird uh, couch over here. We've got a we've got a lovely uh armchair from uh Burrow. Our, our wonderful sponsor, Burrow. And that's like essentially that's it. We're at max furniture capacity. Mm-hmm. Thousand percent. Mm-hmm. If only some sort of reasonable uh dresser or uh some sort of, uh, just a dresser company. If anyone out there wants to sponsor us, is there a startup dresser company that could we could get rid of the armoire and <laughs> get a startup dresser? There should be. Because <laughs> if there isn't. Why aren't we sponsored by Room and Board? <laughs> oh, my God. Because there's no room to be bored at Room and Board. Oh, boy. Uh, you're welcome. You guys can use that if you want. Uh, and, honey, it's time for what is our ultimate email. Not the ultimate email ever written, but a penultimate. Not the penultimate, it's the ultimate. I'm <sighs> confused. I'm also confused as to where page six went. Ah, here it is. It's from Mitchell in Arkansas. One of my favorite emailers. Here we go. It's the way too serious Disney fan again. <laughs> I didn't get a chance to email after episode 100. And I was just going to let it go. <laughs> but you had to play more Disney food <laughs> blog videos without a trigger warning. <laughs> I'm starting to feel personally attacked by these kamikaze drops in your podcast after I specifically pointed out my distaste for AJ and her videos. Nothing was more fa satisfying than Matt having Matt skip around a Disney food blog video in episode 101 trying to find anything remotely listenable but coming up short every time. <laughs> I'm so pleased to say I couldn't agree more with Heather from Halifax about Josh from Easy Walt Disney World, EasyWDW.com. Josh is the best and most reliable source for Disney food reviews and touring plans in the park. Can't recommend it enough. Seriously, it's the best site for what to realistically expect at Disney World. That's interesting. So here's my question. What are you most looking forward to doing with little George Harrison Myra at Disney World or land? <coughs> You know, what's funny is I <clears throat> was thinking the other day about how I was like, oh, is, am I done with Disney? Am I like, like, have I just done it and then I've done it so much that I'd no longer find the joy of it? Because last time I went to Disneyland with work, I was just like, all right, I want to go home <laughs> four hours into being there. Um so what I'm hoping for is little George Harrison Myra gives me a renewed Rekindles joy your love of the Disney experience. Mm -hmm. You know, 
Once Star Wars Land hits, I don't know. I just don't know. I don't know what to expect. All right. Hey, what about me? I have an answer to this, too. Oh, that's so funny. I really, because the word Myra was in there, I literally thought it was just directed at me. (laughs) Continue. Dory, here's a question for you, honey. What do you most look forward to doing with little George Harrison Myra at Disneyland? Well, thanks for asking. You're welcome. So sorry. Um, I really love taking kids on It's a Small World. Mm -hmm. They love it so much. You know, our friend Shelly bought two of the, or three of the Small World figures from that Disneyland auction. Oh my God. (laughs) Which ones? Uh, I think there was like a little Dutch boy, like on her Instagram, I saw like her with the Dutch boy buckled into her convertible. Oh my God. That's so funny. Uh, and then there was like something else she was going to get to, but anyway, yes. Small world. You like small world. You like kids on small world. Yeah. Why? Kids love small world. And just to see like the joy. Do they? Yes. I always remember not enjoying small world. Really little kids love it. Oh, you right. probably don't even remember. I mean, I enjoy Small World now because it's a lovely, uh, air-conditioned boat ride. <laughs> yeah, I'm a big fan of any air-conditioned uh, experience at Disney. Sure. All right. <clears throat> I think I found the perfect solution that merges what you do, what to do next with this podcast and Matt's secret desire to be a YouTube star. Is it that secret? <laughs> That's right. You guessed it. Matt and Dory are now going to have a Disney family YouTube channel. (laughs) Oh, boy. Now you guys might be thinking, how do we start this channel? The first video or vlog will be the craziest trend on YouTube. What's that, you ask? It's an unboxing video. What are we unboxing? Well, it's really just going to be bringing the birthing video of George Harris and Myra. Shafrira? (laughs) My rear? Uh, That's right. A birthing video shared on YouTube, marketing as an unboxing video. Wow, Mitchell. I mean, Mitchell, you're really thinking outside <laughs> the... Dory's box. Ew! Oh, that was so gross. That was so gross. Strike zone. Uh, I think it's the only logical next step for you and can't wait to see the unboxing video in about seven months. Way too serious Disney fan, Mitchell in Arkansas. Mitchell, as always, thank you. For emailing and sharing my love of uh, the Disney. It's funny. Disney is up right I now. I know. It's very weird. Disney's we also, up on my screensaver. We got right one last um, voicemail oh, okay. Let's about Disney. It. Oh, good. Hi, Matt and Dory. This is Naomi from Chattanooga. I was first calling to say a puzzle tove on your exciting news and to wish Dory and all of the shriers a Shana Tova. Um, Thank you. Happy New Year. She's really nailing it. Chattanooga. Naomi from Chattanooga. 
Thank you so much. And uh, okay, trigger warning, Mitchell. Just a trigger warning to Mitchell. I'm going to pull this up just to see what she says about this place. Okay. Oh, that would be this one. Oh, no, I didn't do this. Sorry, everybody. Hang on. There we go. Okay, just... It, right now, which they never really excelled at before. But when it comes to steakhouses, I'm probably going to get steak elsewhere. Again, like I said, you can go watch our, our steakhouse battle video to see who... who steakhouse battle movie. video? Um, Yachtsman's good. Yachtsman's fine. Not my favorite signature restaurant. Oh, we also have a um, signature restaurant ranking video you can go check out, too. To what was the name of the restaurant, she said? It's like in the middle for me. Big River or something? Right, something? Club. So the smallest location... Maybe it's not open anymore. going to be Martha's... Hang on, let's see. Yachtsman Steakhouse. And I love this lounge for some reason. I have no idea why, but I've always Cruise had Cup. Um, they revamped it uh, last year, and it's not as good as it was when it was Captain's Grill. Captain's Grill, for some reason, I bet it doesn't exist anymore. Oh man! That's the biggest and this is sad to me. It's, it, people don't even know it's there. <laughs> <laughs> Nailed it. I'm sorry, that was mean. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> that was for Mitchell. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I, I don't see it on here anymore. So heads up on that depending on if you like buffets or not. Um, but usually Cape May gets a pretty good rating. By the way, I will say it again. The clam bake at I don't care what she says. Day. The best breakfast Earth food you can clubs. get in Disney, for me, I guess, is the character breakfast. At, at the Contemporary. The, at the Contemporary. Mm -hmm. Chef Mickey's. She's crazy. Mm -hmm. Like, she doesn't like it. Mm -mm. It's the freshest food I've had there. Mm. Everything was hot and ready to go. Anyway. You know what? Actually, before we get to... We don't have any more emails, right? Correct. Um, I just want to play a quick update from our friend Angel Rivera III. Oh. Hi, Matt and Dory. Uh, this is Angel. Just calling to give an update on my therapy. Um, I did find a therapist. Nice. I've gone to two sessions so far. Uh -huh. um, first one, I got lost. Trying to find it, and uh -huh. then when I got into the building, I couldn't figure out what hallway I was supposed to go to. So I just oh. had a, a small panic attack trying to figure that out. But it ended up going well. Nice. And then I just got out of my second appointment, and I I really like her, and I think so far that that, that is working. Um, That's great. But. Thank you so much for the podcast, and uh, have a great week. Angel. I know. That's a fantastic update. I know. Isn't that great? Also, I've been there, buddy. I've gotten lost trying to go to a place at a time, and it's insane. It's insane. It's a, it's a horrible feeling when you think you're going to be yeah. on time for something, and then you get lost on the way. We get you, Angel. Um, that's I'm, so great to I'm hear. I'm really glad to hear that you like the therapist. Yeah, and also I'm glad to hear that uh, your second time in, you knew where you were going. Totally. You knew which hallway. You nailed it. You've, 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 that's a hurdle. You've, you've crossed that hurdle. Yep. You crossed the hurdle of finding a therapist, crossed mm -hmm. the hurdle of finding the therapist's office in the yep. giant building, and now you've crossed the hurdle of finding a therapist you like. Yeah. Those are big hurdles. Mm -hmm. You checked a lot of boxes. Angel, you are today's egghead of the week. <laughs> I was going to say something. <laughs> it's a new uh, award we just <laughs> made up. Congratulations. So for that, 
I will personally uh, invite you to watch Disney food blog videos <laughs> online at the same time I am, and we can chat about it. <laughs> wow, what a prize. That is a <laughs> terrible prize, Angel. I'm so sorry. Okay, so thank you uh, to Angel, who, of course, uh, is a longtime supporter of our of this podcast. I'd say maybe an OG supporter. And we are a supporter of you, Angel. Um, but if you want to support us you can do so on patreon and you get two uh two bonus episodes a month if you are at the ten dollar level and above one episode if you're at the five dollar and if you're at that level you're gonna get your name read on the podcast each month you also get the back catalog of patreon episodes there's a ton up there uh if you support us so big thank you to all of our new supporters and you're gonna get your names read uh on next month's episode if you joined uh in september you'll get your names read in october etc etc so Big ol' thank you to the following people. Melanie Bell, Melinda Phelps, Melissa, March, Quinn, Michael, and Stephanie Jerrier, Michelle Kitzmiller, Mike, Kim, and Leo, Monica Bold, uh, Moria C. Adamic, Nakul Pandey, Naomi Nixon, Natalia, Nicola Skidmore, Nikki Bozert, Nina Berg Christensen, Narantha Balagopal, Okagawa Nan, Paula, QN, Rachel Bannon, Rachel Lander, Rachel Bake, Rachel Dylan Snyder, Rachel Downey, Rachel Kuzma. Rachel's are coming in hot. Oh, yeah. Rob Smith, Robert Olson, Robin Vale, Sabrina Stern, Sarah Hahn, Sarah Prager, Sarah Rystad Long, Sarah Bury, Sarah Lewis, Sarah Swift, Sarah Yim. Guess what, Rachel's? You've been outnamed by Sarah's. <laughs> uh, Sasha, formerly Salsa 87. Uh, Shay Voorhees, Sherry Olson, Siri K. Gasky, SJV, uh, Stephen J. Vladek. I made that up. Maybe. Oh. Uh, Sophie S, Stephanie Thompson, Stephen Azar. Oh God, none of one in our family should listen to any of those Patreon podcasts. <laughs> Stephanie Thompson, I said again, and Stephen Azar, I said again, because why not? My brain just went back up there. Uh, Susan Fisher, Tanya Davidova, Tanya uh, Kershenman, Kershenman. I'm going to say Kershenman. Kershenman. That sounds better. Tara Robstead, Tatiana Martinez, the Holterman clan. The Kemble, the Kembies. Is that an I or an L? The Kembles. I'm so confused. Kembles or Kembies? I Tell think it's me. Kembles. Uh, Tina Raudio, Tyne Ludwig, Tracy Jury, Victoria D, Wendy Nielsen, and Sandy Barry. Thank you to all of our patrons. You guys are the best. Uh, thanks for putting up with uh, this episode and the delay. No, there was no delay. They're Boy, not going to hear it. I'm very confused. <laughs> uh, you guys are amazing. It's uh, 9.44 p.m. on Wednesday. I have to get up tomorrow morning, go to therapy at 8, go to work at 10. Somewhere in between there, take Bo to the Chateau. Be at work, drive to the airport, go to London, and I have packed zero things yet. So that's what I'm going to go do. Thank you guys so much for listening. Honey, any parting words? Uh, thank you to all the eggheads. Way to go, Angel Rivera, the third egghead of the week. Egghead of the week. All right. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye.